Welcome to Royal Grace Chapel, the empowerment center where faith comes alive through inspiring messages and teachings. At Royal Grace Chapel, our mission is to empower you to connect with God in worship, relationship with other believers, and enable you to fulfill your purpose for global impact. We believe in the power of transformation through the Word of God, and that's exactly what you'll experience as you journey with us through our plethora of messages. Get ready to be equipped, uplifted, and empowered on your path of faith. Be transformed as you listen to today's empowering message. Praise God. Psalm 23. Psalm 23. How do you say Psalm in Igbo? Agboma. Agboma. Agboma 23. What about in Yoruba? How do you say Psalms? Eh? Ori Dafidi? Ori what? 23 is what in Yoruba? Metalilogo? Wow, somebody say Metalilogo. Yeah. You, you don't say Metalilogo, you say Metalilogo. <laughs> we are in Royal House. We, I mean, Royal, Royal Grace. Hallelujah. So, Metalilogo. Psalm 23. I would like us to read the scripture together. I think we don't even need to open it. Most of us know Psalm 23, isn't it? Okay. Can we read it? One to go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. <laughs> Your voices are coming down. Just, just look up. Look up and read. Yeah. Let, let's, can we read it together one more time? The Lord is my shepherd. For his name's sake, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Let's have comfort me. Before me in the presence of my enemies, thou anointest my head. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I forever and ever. Amen. Please, can I quickly have uh, an usher, if you can help me? Usually, I'm not a conventional preacher. Amen. Is that okay to, to lift your pulpit, sir? All right, so please, can you lift pulpit to the back? Thank you. Uh, okay. And this one, too. Before, say we just invited him to preach and he has broken our glass. <laughs> our glass pulpit. This is not fair. <laughs> we must report. <laughs> we shall meet on social media. <laughs> A pastor who came to preach. Every other pastor has preached. Everything was all right, but him. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry for bearing with me. <laughs> just bear with me for now. Say amen. Amen. <laughs> The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not want. You, are, you shall never want. I say you shall never want. You will never want. Are you married? Wow, you will never want. How far? You will never want. How far? 
you also never want. Amen. What does it mean not to want? Eh? How many of you have put your hand inside your uh, pocket and the thing is touching somewhere that you shouldn't touch? Amen. Amen. It's touching the, 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 the very down. Is that not so? Yeah. You shall never want. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. Please, I just came to preach this. And I'm, how are you? Good to see you. Uh-huh. It is what? It is a what? What, do you, what was it written? It's a God thing. Uh, high five. Kai, I like the way you balance. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm telling you. You know, you have to love the children of a pastor. Huh? It's very, very important. If you remind me, I will show you a scripture that will change your life forever. There are two people you must defend hmm? in the life of your pastor. And it is also part of honor. You have honor your pastor by defending those two things around him. Because those are the two things that he hardly have time for. I think I, think I should go to another church. I, I, I'm not feeling... The church, I, keep, I, was, I was here some time ago. I'm not feeling you the way. <laughs> Amen. You must defend and fight for his wife. Yeah, that's number one. Defend and fight. Eh? Yes, sir. I mean, yes, exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Defend and fight. And also defend and fight for the children. You see, those two things. Every pastor hardly have time for those two. And it is a sin for the church not to defend and fight for those two things. As they defend, as they are defending and fighting for your own wives and for your own children. I've been, I've been out for six months, three months. I hardly see my son. Yeah. Hardly have time. Hardly have time. But this meeting I went in Abba is for youth. Young. As I'm looking at them, I said, these are the age of my children. But I cannot. I don't have time for my own. But I'm having time for theirs. So, what the church owe a pastor, one of the honor, apart from, the, it doesn't also take away the fact that you must honor him as a person. I'm telling you about another thing that he, he will feel honored, he will feel okay that my children are okay. Do you know that most children of pastors, they hate to be children of pastors. They hate it. They don't like it because daddy is not always around. When daddy, even at home, daddy is thinking, you call him at 3 a.m., you call him at 12. When, even when he's dreaming, his dreaming is not about uh, wife or children. His dreaming is about uh, a maker in the church and then uh, a maker who have uh... hey. Hey. And this pastor, I beg you, just preach. You say Psalm 23. Which one is this one? I'm preaching. Even this one is a message. <laughs> Amen. We will invite you again. No? no problem. For this one, I'm here already. <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I, you must honor your father more than a day speaker. Honor him more than a day speaker. Some of us, we just come and go. <laughs> Say that. Will your father stay with you forever? Whether you are okay or you are not okay, mm -hmm. say amen. Amen. So you have to honor him. If you say yes, sir, to me, you must say yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir to him. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Honor, honor, honor a father. Honor. You see, when you take away honor, <laughs> the reason why Catholic Church, even though they don't have spirit and they are still around, is because of honor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We with all our speaking in tongues. <laughs> we don't even know where the church is going. <laughs> but they, he said, they will not even call their pastor. Pastor, they will say, Father. Yeah, they would never call the pastor, Pastor. They say, Father. And they are still around. <laughs> eh? Most of us are product of that place. You all come out, we are, they are still growing. Okay. I'm preaching. <laughs> Psalm 23. I love the way you are smiling, sir. Are you married? Powerful? My God. Please come, come, come. I like you. God bless you. Wow. I'll preach with you. Go and give your phone back to. Don't throw it to unless. It is well. Say amen. amen. <laughs> amen. amen. Yeah, hold me like this. We are preaching together. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is my shepherd. Is the Lord your shepherd? Yes, sir. Yeah. If the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want, isn't it? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Can't want. You shall want. You shouldn't want. Then the next verse. Let's go. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Yes. He maketh me to lie down. If the Lord is your shepherd, lie down. Lie down, lie down. No, no, don't roll. Don't worry. Just, yeah. This way, this way. Aha. No, 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 no. Lie down. <laughs> Amen. Now, everybody watch this. As soon as I finish this scripture, we are just explaining the scripture there and I'm going. Yeah. If you want to transcend limits, number one, accept your source. And your source is God. He is your shepherd. You can never have a, any resources until you accept your source. Before you can be a resourceful person, you must have resources. And before you can have that resources, you must accept what? Your source. So the law is my shepherd. I shall not want. So the first thing is, I accept him as my shepherd. To transcend limits, you must know. Somebody says that I know my God. Oh yeah, I know my God. I know who, who I believe. Things may not be working. I may not have been where I supposed to be, but I am surely not where I used to be. I know my God. Say, I know my God. The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah, I shall not. So the first thing, the, the next thing is that he maketh me to do what? To lie down, lie down. If God is your shepherd, the first thing he will make you to do is to lie down. 
be coming down. down. Lie down. Humble yourself. Oh, yes. Humility is a key to transcending limits. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Be teachable. Hey. There are new things that you have to let. Look, me, I humble myself in this generation. My son is 14 years old. I tell my son, what is, what is happening? How should I do things? Because if you don't do things the way things are done now, you become old-fashioned. Say amen. amen. Humble yourself and be taught. My son one day told me, he said, Daddy, you got to do it this way. I said, why? He said, he gave me 15 reasons because that's how I taught him. I have taught him that before you can change somebody's mind, have some reasons, have some steps. So he gave me 15 reasons why I should behave the way I'm. I said, okay, really? He told me to join TikTok. Do you know TikTok? You understand TikTok? I joined TikTok. Pastor John. I joined TikTok. And he said, I should be doing something. I said, I was also doing something. Start from there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Teachable, teachable. Today, today, the one who taught me how to enter, I have transcended. Yeah. Today, I have over, three, over 2 million points, one likes on, 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 on TikTok. Those who know TikTok, they understand what I'm talking about. 300 and something thousand followers. Teachable, calm down. Say, calm down. As I say, calm down. I was paid 5,000 US dollars. Say, dollars. Dollars. Huh? On this thing, oh, that is somebody who taught me, a very young person, be teachable. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. If the Lord is your shepherd, the reason why, you see, I have somebody, he cannot stand like this. I know somebody like that. He will just want to move. When he says, stand up. Calm down. You can never learn when you are moving. I, I just. Yeah. Uh, Lagos is busy, that is why. My friend, <laughs> calm down. Be teachable. Be teachable. Come for Sunday service. Come for weekday service. Be teachable. Be somebody who wants to receive. Lie down. Yeah, the Lord is my shepherd. He maketh me to lie down. Next. Beside where? No, no. No, go back. Go back to verse 2. He made me to lie down. Where? In green pasture. And then he leadeth me. So this next point is that he leadeth me. Yeah. Give me your hand. Yeah. No, no. Lie down. Just give me your hand. You see? Sometimes God wants to bless you. It's just a handshake blessing. You want to stand. You are already proud. Just a little. I just said, give me your hand. Look, the car you just bought is just a handshake miracle. Don't make that one enter your head that nobody can now correct you anymore. 
you won't lie down again. You don't want to listen to advice because you just married. He leaded me. Yeah. Give me on. Yeah. He leaded me. Yeah. Yeah. He leaded me beside the still waters. Yeah. If God is your shepherd, he will lead you. Hello? It's not easy. You came laughing, but now it's not going to be easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy. Is it easy for you? Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is never easy to be led. Ah. It is never easy to be led. It's so easy when you just want to lead. <laughs> but when it is the reverse... I don't know if you have been there before. I don't understand why this particular person is the one leading us. And I'm, it is not easy. It is not easy. It's not easy to be led. It's not easy to be in the choir. Yes, to be led. One day, when I say one day, say one day, one day. One day. I made the mistake of joining the choir. Say a mistake. A when I joined the choir, my God. I thought it was an easy thing just to hold microphone and sing. How many of you have thought it's very easy? When some people are singing from the church, you just say, oh, what is all this thing? I mean, instead of, you should, have, you should have done like this. My dear, it's not easy. So I joined the choir. It was a Tuesday choir, weekday choir in our church. We were nine. And they asked all of us to wear black trouser, blue shirt, and red tie. So, we said, hey. <laughs> so we also wore. Then we went for the choir. Then I noticed they gave eight microphones. <laughs> Only me with that microphone. So I started thinking, why? Why? We all went for rehearsal. We all had the same blue shirt and black trousers and the red tie. Why? Why, oh, why? <laughs> so, in the process of saying why to myself, I decided giving excuses to the leader that probably there are only eight microphones. So, because of that, I was exempted. And I'm the, I was the tallest at the other side. So, the brother standing by me, I held him. I said, let's share. Someone say share. So, as we were singing, Ah, say I was passionate. Say passionate. Then suddenly the choir director started doing like this. So I was also coming. Me? See, you move. I said to myself, no way. Today be today. We shall die here. And then. <laughs> then the, the choir master just look at the control room. He said, <laughs> the mic number eight. <laughs> hey! So suddenly we started singing. I was not hearing myself. I said, no problem. At least it's better. It's better than none. <laughs> when we got out and now asked my choir master, choir mistress, she was a lady. I said, 
Why did you do me this? What have I done wrong? She told me straightforward. Your voice is not according to the key. I said, which key? <laughs> eh? I said, I said, if you know that I didn't have key, why did you allow me to go and buy blue shirts, red tie, and black trousers? And I, and I wasn't used to black trousers. I like indigo colors. You know, my name is Bright. So I like anything shiny. So I had to go to Katamanto. Those of you who know Ghana, somewhere, somewhere, to go and get my black. And I ironed it. And yet she didn't give me a microphone. <laughs> then she told me, I should not worry. They will make me. See, you will make me what? He says, I will make you. Say, so the first thing to do is that you must learn suffer note. I said, okay. Go ahead. He said, as you sound, as you shout. Suffer, do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Do, ti, la, suffer, mi, re, do. I said, eh? He said, yeah. <laughs> then they said I should go towards the sea early in the morning. I should just do that. I said, ah. <laughs> because I want to see. I said, I'm sorry. Is there a drama group or usher? <laughs> 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 I will just go and join. Amen. Because it is never easy. It is never easy to become any, to be led is never easy. And never attempt to do the the nice and easy things. Anybody who wants to transcend must be ready to be led. Must be ready to be led. You can never be a leader if you can never be a good follower. Yeah. Never easy. Huh. To be led. To be led. You see all these pastors, you think that it's easy? <laughs> eh? Is it easy for you to be an assistant pastor? When everybody is God, they say, pastors, you must wait. You now have for your own meetings. You, you are called at all hours. It is never easy to be led. Yeah, and that's why he's suffering, struggling. He led me. Let's go. Stay on, stay on with the scripture. Yeah, I, lo I love the way you have cut me like that. It's very good. He maketh me to lie down in green pasture. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Yeah, the still waters. You see, the person being led doesn't know where is going. It is the shepherd. You see, anytime you feel you know, you are not being led. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It is the shepherd that is doing the leading. Your responsibility is to do what? Lie down. The next responsibility is now for God. He leads me. Say, he leads me. Never take any action without praying. Never come out without praying, without seeking for him. He leaded me beside still waters. Number eh? three. Yeah. He restored my soul. Yeah. You, you will be thinking that he will stop. You will be thinking that he will stop. Do you know what he did? He just restored the soul. Can I have water? Quickly. Water, water, water. Fast, 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 fast. He restored my soul. My God. Bara. 
Yeah. I hope it's a clean one. New. Oh, yeah. Open it. Open. It's new. Yeah. He restored my soul. Yeah. Take some water. Yeah. 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 But he will never stop. He will not stop bleeding. He will only restore your soul. Sometimes, how many of you have been to church sometime and, and then instead of being, being cajoled to something, then you are being corrected. Come on, now talk to me. They, 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 because they, oh my God, I'm talking to somebody. You are not catching something. Are you catching something? Then, then you just receive a little, a little refreshment. Say refreshment. Yeah. He restored my soul. He restored my soul. So what we come to do every Sunday and every weekday, which days are your, on Tuesdays, what we come to receive is to receive restoration. A little restore. Ah. But what did he continue to do? The next one. The next one. He leaded me. No, no, no. Go back, go back, go back. Are you following the message? No, I mean, the person controlling us. Yeah. But he continued. He leaded me. Yeah. Remove your hand like that so that you are not wounded. Yeah. He leaded me. The paths of righteousness. For his name's sake. Not for my sake. For his name's sake. You know, if it is for my sake, then I'll say, okay, all this is I'm going through. It's fine. It's okay. But it's for his what? For his name's sake. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not here for our sake. You can become anything in this life, but not for your sake. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? It's not for our sake. After all, every single thing. I was preaching in the kitchen recently, and somebody gave me a testimony of a man who died. He built two two bedrooms, about five two two bedrooms, and one one bedroom, about seven of them. He built it. The man died two years after he built. So he wrote on his will that every single thing I had or I have belongs to my children. And the first son who is in America owns every single, single thing. He said, I labor. I labor for my children. How many of you know that most of the time when we are doing things, we do it for our children now? Ladies and gentlemen, there is nothing like that. It is for his name's sake. The man built, he said, he suffered. So, his father couldn't build for him, so he would build for his children. And he did every single thing, and he died. When they called the son, they say, sir, sir, your father is dead. Funeral. We need money to do funeral. The son said, sell house number one. Then they sold. He said, sell every single thing for one, one million. Oh, yes. True story. In the kitty. In the kitty here. He said, sell it. What? One million. Then they say, oh, we have bought every, we bought this. We said, we, we need coffin. He said, sell another house for the coffin. They sold everything. Then he asked them, is everything okay? They said, everything is okay. We have everything. It's only one house that is remaining. He said, sell that one and send the money to me to buy tickets to come. Hey. And they sold that one. And they came. After the barrier, he left. 
Every single thing that the man labored for just went down. As you are struggling, I won't come to church. Why? Because I have a particular business. I'm trying to, I'm struggling. I'm hustling. Anything without God is vanity. Anything without God, I am telling you, my young brother. <laughs> and you see that now these days it's not about whether you are old. Young people are dying. You know Mobad or whatever. Mobad. Mobad is gone. At how old? Only with five months, a son or whatever. Five months. It's gone. 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 And the property now, the family will never agree. Anyway, everything you have, he said, for his name's sake. The money I have is for his sake. I heard my son, Pastor John. I heard my son. I, I, I was working with him. I have taught him at that age. I've taught him that when I ask you, do you see? That there is difference between seeing and looking. I have taught him. That when I ask you what you saw, you must give me five things you have seen in just that one thing that I ask you to see. So I saw a very big house and I said, my son, what did you see? My son said, number one, I see that the house is big. I said, correct. He said, number two, I see that nobody is living in that house. I said, correct. He said, you said that I see that. I don't think the children of the owner are taking care of the house like the father would. My son told me. I said, correct. I said, this man who built this house in those days, he thought he was building something for his children. He thought he was building an asset for the children. That is why the Bible says that in Ecclesiastes, that you don't even know who will inherit the things that you have accumulated. Whether a bastard son. That is why anything without God, forget it, it's vanity. Your money without God, your car without God, your job without God. It is not a cliche. After all, I'm not your pastor. I cannot, I cannot come and lie to you for you to give me anything. I am telling you life. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not here to impress anyone. He said for his name's sake. We live for him. I'm telling you, we live for God. That's the reason why we are here. A young lady wants to marry by force, and somebody is already in the marriage who wants to come out. Anything that is not with God, forget it. Forget it. Fight for it and make it for God. Is somebody catching something? Is somebody catching something? Are you here at the conference or not? Oh, yeah. He said, for his name's sake. For his name's sake. There are many decisions I know your pastor have taken. For his name's sake. He may have sold things that he shouldn't have, you know, whatever. For his name's sake. Just to make the church work. For his name's sake. And it, the church is not his. The church is not his own. But you see, many people, they abandon the church and feel that it is for the pastor. It's not his own. Jesus said, I will build my church. I will build my church. It is my church. 
It is my church. And he appointed a shepherd, to represent him. So instead of God coming down to now hold your hand, he said, Behold, I am your shepherd. I mean, as you would like to stand when a voice comes like that, would you like to stand? God knew that you are going to wee wee and urinate all over your body when he himself decided to speak. So he appointed a shepherd. He said, represent me in the form of man. You have the same feeling that they have. So when your pastor is leading you, it is God leading you. When your pastor is correcting you, it is God correcting you. Ah, only three people understand what I'm talking about. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie there in green pasture. He leadeth me to the path of righteousness. Give me on. Yeah. Yeah, do I walk? Yeah. yeah, do I walk through the valley? This is the valley. This is the most uncomfortable position. Sometimes you ask yourself, if it is truly God that is leading me, why the valley? Why, why leading me through the valley of the shadow? It's very uncomfortable for you, isn't it? Yes, sir. Eh? Yes, sir. It's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. Even the wife is looking at me and saying, eh. You've seen everybody's wife, everybody's husband. It'd be my husband that you are. It's not fair. Life doesn't seem to be fair. I don't know whether the children are also hearing me or watching me somewhere. Yeah. The wife is preparing to sue me to the human rights activists. See, what you are doing is against what? Human. Yeah. But it is, it is never normal. The valley of the shadow of death. Shadow of death is worse than death. It's like you are dying, but you can't die. Suffering, but you can't die. You can't just so that's the reason why some people just hey, hey, let me just go is because they are not able to stand the valley of the shadow of death. Hey, come on now. Yeah, it's a very I mean, you look at your wife and you know you have nothing, and she's asking you for money. You look at your children, they can't go to the school you really wanted them to go to. You look at everything around you, everything is falling apart. Valley. Of the shadow of death, and yet it's like it is the Lord leading. How can the Lord be leading me to the valley of the shadow of death? Guess what he said? He said, I will fear no evil. The reason why I'm not afraid is because thou art with me. That's the assurance. I know. I'm not afraid because in the first place, all I did was to do what? To lie down. He was the one leading me. He led me to this church. If you are experiencing the value of the shadow of death, he's with you. Ah, my God. I fear no evil. For thou art with me. 
that was with me. Huh. Sometimes you just want to know that he's there. And that's why I love that song that says, I know that I can make it. I know that I can stand. No matter what may come my way. My life in your hand. Hey, with Jesus, I can make it. With Jesus, I know I can stand. No matter May come my way. My life is in your hands. You don't have to worry. And don't you be afraid. Joy comes in in the morning. Troubles there. Remember there's a friend in Jesus. Who will wipe what? Come on, sing it. And in your heart. What do you just do? And say, Oh, no, that I can make you. Oh, I know It's not easy. It's not easy to be led. It's not easy to get to the value of the shadow of death, yet you know you are serving a living God. It's not easy. Even it's not easy for the pastor to, to, to preach because he can see on your face that you are in the valley of the shadow of, of death and yet he has to preach faith. And not that it's also easy for him. Sometimes, you see, when the pastors are preaching, it is the wife of the pastor that will just be smiling. <laughs> the, same, the same grace that is dis, uh, uh, distributing, he also needs that grace. In fact, sometimes even, he needs healing, but yet he prays for healing. Transcending. It's not easy. Hello? Please don't get bored. Are you bored? Are you understanding my message? I'm preaching like this so that the things stay with you forever. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm about to close. Valley of the shadow of death. Even to be Jesus, it wasn't easy. Oh yeah. It's not easy. My God. Someone say my God. Say my God. It wasn't easy. Change that key. Otherwise, my choir mistress will call for me again. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Pastor John used to be our choir director and sing for the. It wasn't easy. Sing it for me. It wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. Woo! Woo! 
I, I love the part that says, I didn't have to do it. But I did it anyway. You can't imagine the pain and the hurt. They pulled up something through my heart. Pierce my side. Please understand. It wasn't easy. Eh? The only part of the song I like. Follow me, everybody. Follow me. Follow me. I'm about to finish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Valley of the shadow of death. Next thing. In the same verse 4. Verse 4. Quickly, 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 quickly. No. Verse 4. Who is that person? I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. Now I am in the valley of the shadow of death. Look at what he says. The next thing. Thy rod and thy staff. Baba is begging already. <laughs> but that is the scripture. Is that not the scripture? Thy rod and thy staff. Thy rod. Thy rod. How can a rod comfort? Lower your voice. Your sound. How can a rod comfort? The staff has a mouth like this. How can a staff that a shepherd used to pull an animal that refused to go in a certain direction, how can that be a comfort? The rod, the rod here represents the word of God. Sometimes you come to church, you are in the valley of the shadow of death. You just want your pastor to say it is well. Yet it's rather preaching. Why are you late? You must be consistent. Then you ask yourself, is Pastor not discerning? Doesn't he know what we are going through? This is, is the rod. That is the comfort. When it comes to this shepherd, he uses rod as a comfort. He uses rod. And he uses the staff. The staff represents the Holy Spirit. To guide. Say, don't go there. Don't go there. How many of you? Sometimes you wish to just do something funny just to make it. Because you look at your friends, they are doing some things that are funny. Then your pastor brings the staff. Not that direction. You can never do Yahoo. No, 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 no. No. You must know computer, but not Yahoo. There, must, there, are, there are ways, there are other ways of succeeding. Come here, come here, come here. And then you ask yourself, Pastor. I know a friend who blow. Say blow. blow. <laughs> and yet, the representative of the shepherd held the rod. Never be afraid of the rod. Some people decide to sit at the back. They don't want the pastor to see them. You, all you are doing is that you are afraid of the rod. You are running away from the comfort. This is the comfort. This is the comfort that you hear Bulala. Sometimes I go through things and then my father will call me and say, Peter, instead of receiving a clap, I mean, being given clap, well done. He said, Peter, you should have gone this way. 
I thought you would just clap for me. No, 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 no. But when I discovered that the mystery, the comfort is actually the word. <sighs> Don't watch me. Don't be eager to receive the clap of men. Don't always like people to appreciate you. There are people who are not doing things in the church because nobody appreciates them. Or people who don't call their names. For the praises of men, I shall never stand. I am not doing what I'm doing because I want man to praise me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I almost died. I almost died like that. If it is for the praises of men, I will never do what I am doing. By the grace of God, I've been to 903 or 4 towns. And 503 towns in Nigeria alone. But all over, 900, I have moved. Moving, if it is for the praises of men. I should be working with United Nations. Earning dollar per second. Because those are the people I meet on the road. United Nations. AU. Those are the type of people. Is somebody catching what I'm talking about? But it's not for the praise. I don't, I don't want your clap. I want God's clap. When God claps for you. My God. Huh. It's the rod. So young people who are here, be interested in the rod and be interested in the staff. Some of you say, eh, I don't like the way my mother, my mother is controlling me in the house and my father, they are controlling me in the house. And I really want freedom. 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 No. Freedom. No. Freedom. You see, when your mother said, your skirt is too short, it is by experience. Don't say, eh, this is 21st century. And then, uh, mommy, you cannot, this is how we dress in the 21st century. My dear, there is nothing new under the sun. My mother is 84 years, 85 years old. I saw her pictures with my father. I said, ah, mommy, if you see hot, 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 short skirt, bomb shirt, bomb, bomb short. <laughs> My mother did like this. I said, hey! Mommy. Mommy. So when your mother and your parents are saying, oh, don't go that way. It's not just it's my experience. We have been there before. We have seen it. There is nothing new under the sun. Amen. Receive grace in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Is somebody catching something? The road and the staff. They comfort me. Next. We are about to finish you. Thou preparest a table before me. Brother, come. Run. Bring this chair. 
No, wait, wait, sit down. Put it in the back. Where's my chair? The one you gave me. Yeah, bring it. Is that my chair? Thou preparest a table before me. Brother, it is time to rise. Sit on that seat. Mama, please come, Mama. Mama, please open, remove one. Yeah, open it. Put this other one under. Yeah. Open. Shikataba higher. Prepare, yeah. Please, can you tell us what is there? What is here? <laughs> it's jollof rice and chicken. Wow. 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 Mama, please just wait a little bit here. Ladies and gentlemen. I say ladies and gentlemen. In the presence of the same people who saw you being led, the Lord is preparing a table. I said the Lord is preparing a table. You are transcending limits in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now watch this. Everybody was, was feeling sorry for him. Sometimes people feel sorry for us when we are trying to do something for God. But a time is coming, the same people who feel sorry for you, they will rejoice with you. I said they will rejoice with you. My brother, eat. Eat, eat, eat. Eat. eat my brother eat my brother eat. don't listen to what they are saying eat where were you when he was being led I said where were you when he was being flogged sometimes people tell us people say things like ah, yes eat it eat it Hallelujah. Is somebody listening? Watch. Watch. Just, just be eating. Don't stop. I said don't stop eating. Mama. Mama. Please give him juice. To press it down. I came to announce to somebody. I don't know whether you are in this house. I said I came to announce to someone. You are transcending limits. Your enemies will not die. They will see what God has done for you and what God will do for you. It is happening in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now watch this. Have you ever thought in your life that one day a service will be going on like this in your church on the altar you alone will be eating and no Body else will be eating. Have you ever dreamt it? Never. Eyes have not seen. I say eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. 
what God is about to do for you. Uh, somebody is not catching what I'm talking about. Yeah. He has never dreamt. I say he has never dreamt it. He never believed. Do you know who, was, who, who is serving you? No, no, no. Do you know the human being that is serving you? I have thanked her well. Do you know the person? Mama Yard. Yeah. yeah. This is a VIP treatment. That, that the, the wife of the senior pastor is the one serving you meal. My God. I said, my God. God is... Uh, yeah. That I know about 10 people. I don't know about you, but I know about 10 people. That God is taking you beyond where your family has ever experienced. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. He led me. I said, he led me. The comfort we have is that haha, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 1 and 2, the Bible says wherefore we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He despised the shame and today he's sitting at the right side of the whole Somebody is not listening to me. They call you church goer every day. Church, church, church. Pastor's son. Huh? It's okay. My time is coming. Me, I will not just blue. I will transcend. Those who blow, they blow out. After some time, they don't hear about them. But we are transcending limits. Oh yeah. Yes, oh yeah. Any barrier that your family has set that in your home, this is the only way we can get to. That they never build in your house. They never they they, they, they never travel. Ha. Huh? I just hear 10 people are about to travel. My God. Shekatabahaya. Do you have a wife? Yeah, call your wife. Call your wife. Bring this chair. Bring this chair. Bring the chair. Bring the chair. Yeah. Yeah. Sit. Come on, sit. My God. My God. I didn't know I'm calling a lot of people. God bless you, ma. Sit down. Yeah. Eat, 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 eat with your wife, your husband. Eat. Eat. Mama, hey, you see this woman, <laughs> the first thing she picked was the chicken. Ladies and gentlemen, I say what God will do for you, it will be so much that you alone cannot just enjoy it. Your wife will enjoy it. Your husband will enjoy it. Just a couple of moments ago, she was looking at me with some eye. Eh. It'd be my husband with a dragon did this day. After service, we shall talk. But today, right now, I say right now. She's enjoying. She's eating. Look, allow your husband to serve God. You're right, sir. Allow your wife to serve God. 
when you see your wife trying to do something, even if you don't have the passion, one passion you must have is to allow her. Because when the glory comes, it is going to radiate around the home. It is going to touch you. Do you have children? Are they in church? Call them. What's their name? Alina and Annabelle. Sunday school teacher. We command you to release them. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I say, my eyes have seen. My ears. Goodness of God. About the goodness of God. My eyes have seen. Hey. My eyes have seen. Bring them chairs, please. Bring them chairs. The wow. My eyes have seen. Wow. I like the smile. Oh my God. What you mean, Teresa? Honey. Masoro. That's right. Come on. Mama. It should be eating. Mama. There is another set of food. There is another set of food there. You see, these children, they have no understanding what is happening. They were not there. Watch this. They were not there when their mother, I mean, their father was being dragged, being led. They were not there. But what are they doing? They are about to eat the fruits. You are not married or you are married. Whatever you are doing for God is a seed for your unborn children who have no idea. Please, ma, there is another set of food there. The children must eat something special. Open for them, ma. Yeah, open. My God. Can we have more glasses? More glasses. Let these children breathe. Hey, I like this one. Give her the, give her the other spoon. The other spoon. There is a spoon. It's here. Children, breathe, please.
love the way the children are eating, I tell you. Come on now. How many of you are swallowing saliva right now? How many of you are swallowing saliva right now? I said that people will watch you. I said people will watch you. I said people will watch you. I said people will watch you. After this conference, you will say the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down. So you see, when you have not transcended, you tell the people, don't worry. I'm just in my leading process. I said, don't worry. My table will be provided for me in the presence of my enemy. Amen. Please, quickly, 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 eat, eat more. Drink juice. You know, these children, they will go back to Sunday school, a different person. Hallelujah. Different children. Wow. 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 All right. It seems... <laughs> All right. You know what? There is something called takeaway. Do you understand? You will now take away the food and go and continue. Let each of them hold it on your behalf. Yeah. The cover of the other one. The cover. Wow. Carry the juice. Carry the juice. And then you can leave. Yeah, Mama, you can follow them. Carry, carry juice along, Mama. Carry your juice. A shout of praise. Now watch this. I'm about to finish. Go back to the scripture. You can sit down if you mean, if you like, but I'm about to finish. That prepares the table before me. In the what? And there was the next thing. Thou anointest my head with oil. After the table, wait for the anointing. The blessing is not just in material things. Wait for the oil. Until the situation you went through becomes a ministry, you have never arrived. You struggle to have child, children, after you have them, wait for the anointing so that you can comfort others. Whatever you are going through today, it is a ministry in the making. How many of you know that? When somebody tries to comfort you, the next statement you say is that it's because you, you have not been there before. You don't understand. How many of you have heard that word before? You don't understand. The reason why we have such thing is because those the Lord have anointed and blessed in that area refuse to do the work. But sometimes when you have been through it, you tell the person, he said, what you are going through, I was there. I was there 18 years ago. I went through the same thing. My brother, be comforted. Immediately, you feel some kind 
of peace. It's the same thing. Anything God brings you out from, wait until the thing becomes a ministry. Thou anointed my head with oil. Anointed my head with oil. He's going to bless you business-wise. But wait for the anointing. Wait for the oil. Wait for the oil until you start speaking about business on how other people can also be successful. That's a business one. That's how to transcend. Huh? You are never a blessing. On, you are never a successful person until you become a blessing. Wait for the ministry. Having money on your own doesn't mean you have money until you impact other lives. He anointed my head with oil and my calves run it over. Run it over. Others. Others. Somebody say others. Others must chop some. Others must benefit. The reason why God anointed Reverend John is because he's now looking for others. That's why we are here. That's why we are here. Enjoy part of the blessing that the Lord has blessed me with. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. It becomes a blessing. And God is anointing you, my brother. You see, to be anointed for ministry is not just to become a pastor. God can make you a global icon. An international person. Just how to talk to girls because of what you have gone through as a girl. How to talk to boys because of what you have been through as a boy. I see anointed people right here. Now, 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 I want you to start looking at your situation in a different way. That I am going through it is a training. And God is going to anoint me. And that thing I went through would now become my testimony. It will become my ministry. He anointed me with oil. My cup ran it over. And finally, verse, verse 6. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow you. Now, a lot of people got the table prepared. Hello? They got the table prepared. They even waited for the anointing. But they never waited for surely. There is a voice, which is the voice of a father, that just says, surely. Wait for that one. Wait for a fatherly backing. There is a word from your father, your pastor, that says surely. You know how many of you know that when something, when When something enters into you, when somebody bless you, you don't even know how to pray for the person any longer. You just say, surely. Goodness. And mercy. What is goodness? Goodness is what you deserve. You work for it. You must get it. It's goodness. If you go to work in MTN and they pay you, it's a goodness of God. But you have to work for it. Mercy is what you don't deserve. So you went to work, they paid you, then 
your boss look at you again and say, you know what? Take this again. Ah, uh, somebody is not hearing what I'm talking about. Goodness and mercy shall follow you. Some of the days of your life. I said some of the days of your life. Is it some of the days of your life? All. I say all. All the days of your life. All the days of your life. All the days of your life. Hallelujah. Everybody watch this. After that. <laughs> and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lie down. Back to the same position. I said back to the same position. Never allow the table to enter your head. That you cannot lie down anymore. Never allow the anointing to make you not to be able to lie down again. You say, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. To do the same thing. The same way you used to dance. Where you had nothing, you have to dance more when you have something. The same way you used to serve when you had nothing, you have to still lie down and still do the same thing. As soon as you have it, people should be able to correct you again. That you have it doesn't mean that you have passed above correction back to the same level. And God is looking at this heart. This heart. I see you transcending. In Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you for tuning in on this episode. We hope you've been blessed and empowered to transcend new heights of faith and growth. Stay connected with us for more empowering and faith-filled messages. And remember, you are part of a community committed to transformation. Until next time, go forth empowered by God's grace.